In a recorded YouTube message, Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee said more than 1,700 PCR tests had been run at various labs across the islands. There are nine positive community tests, which include seven children from the Georgetown Primary School and two positive tests in travelers. Just yesterday at the government's live press conference, Dr. Lee said there were three children testing positive for COVID with one adult. Since then, the numbers have increased. There are five asymptomatic children that were detected on screening at the Georgetown Primary School and one additional adult who is in fact related to the adult reported yesterday. This brings it to a total of 10 people we believe are related to the Georgetown Primary School outbreak. The reasons that the adults are related is that there was uh, some interaction between one of the adults at the Georgetown Primary School um, around a week ago. A total of 12 households therefore have now been involved, although this remains, as far as we know, to only be two distinct outbreaks. Dr. Lee says in the Georgetown primary outbreak, all of the children remain asymptomatic, apart from the initial child who is stable. There are eight children in all, he says, five from year six, one from year five, and two from year four. No travel history has been linked to the event. With regard to the other outbreak in the Eastern Districts, the person admitted to hospital remains stable and is not requiring additional oxygen therapy in order to breathe. Vaccination-wise, the Cayman Islands is now at 76%, having one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. 71% have completed the two-dose course. After a staff member at the Health Services Authority East End Health Center tests positive for COVID-19, officials temporarily closed the clinic today to allow deep cleaning and reassignment of staff. Public Health says it discovered the positive through contact tracing and says any other staff member who was a direct contact has been isolated. The Cayman Islands Tourism Association issued a strongly worded statement today expressing dismay at the Premier's announcement of the indefinite pause in the reopening plan and continued closure of the borders. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego has more. The statement says the decision clearly demonstrates a, quote, complete disregard for the livelihoods of thousands of Caymanians, prolongs the agony of so many in our community, and steals hope for the future. CITA says it is incredibly disappointing that the government has reversed course, responding to emotion and fear rather than remaining guided by sound logic and scientific evidence. The statement goes on to say that in the coming weeks and months, many tourism-dependent businesses will be forced to close and livelihoods will be lost as we approach two years without visitors to our shores. It adds the decision made now to remain closed to tourism does not only impact Cayman for the rest of the year, but it also eliminates the possibility of a meaningful level of tourism in 2022 and sets the course for no less than four to five years for the industry to recover. CITA also notes the quality of life for all Caymanians and residents will be impacted due to decreased investment in the community infrastructure and the need for increased government support. Thousands of tourism employees and Caymanian business owners and operators will be dependent on government stipends for survival for the long term, which will impact all Caymanians and the level of services the government will be able to provide. CITA makes a series of points in the statement, citing inconsistency in government policy. It says it does not matter when the borders reopen. Community transmission of the virus has already occurred, and it is not the result of tourism activity. Reporting for Rikiman News, I'm Shanda Gallego. CETA says the government must develop plans and strategies to deal with the new normal now and not procrastinate further, not just for the sake of tourism, but for the entire economy and the country's future. 
The leader of the opposition says his team supports many of the measures the government is taking in the face of local transmission of COVID-19, but says that the opposition has been locked out of cooperative discussions. We've also offered our services and help as well to get together with them. And because we believe that with, you know, you know, we had more than a year's of experience in dealing with it at, from the outset. Mm-hmm. Um, and we think we do have a lot more to contribute. And I would hope that, uh, the, you know, the premier might see fit or different to change the stance that he, he took yesterday because effectively he said no thanks. Despite this, the Honorable Roy McTaggart says his side will continue to play its part along with individual members of the community. It is absolutely essential that we all have to come away. We, we saw it sometimes where they were just, you know, in the lockdown period and the early days of this virus that uh, there were an element in our society that were, were bent on not observing the rules that, and the regulations and that mindset, I believe, needs to change. The opposition's recommendations sent in a letter to the premier included immediately instituting a national COVID-19 emergency council comprising all elected members, the mandating of masks in public places, the return to a 14-day quarantine for anyone who has traveled overseas, regardless of vaccination status, and the postponement of the planned reopening of the borders on October 14th. As you heard live on Radio Cayman last night, the packed government has postponed the next phase in the reopening of the borders, at least through the end of the year. The member of parliament of the district that houses Georgetown Primary School is thanking parents and students for working with public health after three students test positive for COVID-19 there. Speaking on Radio Command's For the Record, Deputy Leader of the Opposition, Joey Hugh, asked those families who have returned negative results to continue to be careful by practicing social distancing and wearing their masks. It's certainly an upsetting time within within our community and, and one that causes quite a bit of confusion and concern. Uh, but, you know, I think we are at a place, certainly as a country, at a place where we have the ability to handle these outbreaks um, if we all just follow the rules and, and do our part. More than 600 tests were administered at the school Tuesday. As of our news deadline, Georgetown Primary remained closed, awaiting clearance from public health on when to reopen. The masks are back, as you've probably seen throughout the islands today. Last night, Fostered issued a statement saying it would be requiring masks and face coverings at all its Foster's supermarket and price right locations. It's a policy they're applying to everyone now, customers, team members, and suppliers inside stores. Woody Foster's the managing director and spoke to Radio Cayman last night after the government press conference. With today's news of reinstated government health and safety mandates, we want to assure our customers that we are committed to a healthy and safe shopping environment. Mass and face coverings now mandatory and an increased level of sanitation in store. We ask everyone to continue to remain calm, respect our team and everyone around you. Thank you. Customers with questions about masks and face coverings can talk to team members in store or email info at fosters.ky. You can also reach them through Fosters and Price Right social media channels. After being postponed once, the Miss Cayman Islands Committee confirms today it will be holding the annual pageant this Saturday. But for some attendees, they'll have to watch the pageant virtually. Committee Chairperson Derry Dakers-Lee. Unfortunately, we can only accommodate 100 people on the inside, and this 100 will consist of people that form the main components of the pageant. We're looking at viewing for approximately 200 on the lawn, at the outside of the ballroom at the Westin. Despite the challenges we are facing in these unprecedented times, we are looking forward to an amazing pageant on Saturday. 
The contestants have worked very hard to shine on stage. For those of you wishing to watch the pageant at home, it will be aired on CIGTV, uh, our official Miss Cayman Islands Universe page on Instagram. It all happens at the Westin Hotel Ballroom at 6 p.m. Masks will be mandatory inside. For those who purchase tickets and wish to attend, send an email to misscaymaninfo at gmail.com. For those who aren't able to attend due to the size limits, refunds will be issued next week at the Government Administration Building. On a different note, Cayman Connection partners with Resilience Cayman and Local Market for an extra special Cayman Day in the UK. Global Network for Caymanians Overseas, Cayman Connection, helps to bring a piece of home to wherever they may roam. The initial focus is on Cayman products online with plans to progress and promote initiatives that support students and young professionals overseas. UK Director Kate Kandaya. We have a small online Cayman product shop over here in the UK, um, but it is very small and we've very limited with resources and funds to host a full e-commerce site, um, coordinating with vendors and working on the, the back end of the site. It's a full-time job. Ms. Kandaya credits Resilience Cayman and Local Market for helping with this recent expansion. So we're really happy to be focusing on this now and being able to expand the offering in partnership with Resilience Cayman and, and Local Market, who obviously have the e-commerce site set up and, and the resources that can help us do what we want to do overseas. Resilience Cayman offers programs for students and young professionals to provide work experience and educational grants while helping local business growth, which Ms. Kandaya adds comes just in time for the holidays. Also... Our members have been asking for a long time about how they can buy local products on island for friends and friends and family. Um, there really hasn't been historically the way that you can do that. Um, obviously flowers and vouchers perhaps, but not really nice gifts. So this is a really good opportunity for us to share with our network that they can do that now through a local market, which is really great. So we're happy and hope that some of our members can enjoy Cayman products at Christmas time through Cayman Connection and local market. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. To learn more, visit caymanconnection.org. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's newsroom, I'm April Cummings.